Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode two. Yeah. Episode two in the April spotlight. It's cult classics. Yeah. <clears throat> One of my favorite genres of movies. It, it's a genre, right? Yep. Sure. Mm. It's more of a classic. Yes, it is. Close. Like a subset. So uh, I want to say, this is this a you pick, Sarah, or a me pick? Or we're kind of like high-fived in the middle? Yeah, well, this was me, and you were like, this list is my list, so <laughs> now us. Yeah, Sarah sent me a giant list of cult classics, and I was like, damn, you just pulled from my brain, because all of these are great. <laughs> so we watched The Fifth Element, one of the most just polarizing movies like of all time. There are probably some other ones, but this one... Honestly, you know people that like it or they hate it. And I, I don't know anybody in the middle that's just like, eh. it's just people that are like, that was fucking great. Or like, that, that was, I'd rather eat a baby than watch that movie. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> man. Not that bad. So I looked up the director, uh, Luke Besson. Besson, yeah. Yep. The French so he I didn't realize, but he did a ton of great movies. La Femme Nikita, the original one before the TV show. Really good. Uh, Leon, the professional. So with uh, John Renault, where he teaches a young Natalie Portman to be an assassin, and he takes care of a plant. It's a very cute movie. Very uh, <laughs> Logan, like a very grumpy person taking care of a child and not wanting to. It's a very good movie. Uh, the Fifth Element. Then he did Lucy with um, Black Widow. Yep, ScarJo. Yeah, with ScarJo. And then he did Valerian. And yes. everybody was disappointed. Very okay, that's another polarizing movie. Yeah. I, people walked out of that and they were like, what the fuck just happened to me? Or they were like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he does it, but I guess all his space stuff is just people are like, nah, that was too weird for me. Or it's like, that was amazing. It looks beautiful. <laughs> the source yeah. material he picks for sci-fi stuff is very typically like obscure stuff or um, like Valerian being an obscure French one. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, please give it a shot. Fifth Element's great, and you'll be on the wall, one of the sides of you like or you hate it. Mm-hmm. So join us. <laughs> uh, but just a like a quick overview of the movie. Bad, evil, rage planet is trying to destroy the Earth, destroy everything, actually. And uh, it takes the five elements, little stones, to stop it. And uh, it takes Bruce Willis and his ragtag group of silly people. They're all silly, except Lilu. Uh, and they're here to save the day. Really, like I said, some of my favorite movies, the supporting characters are better than the main character. Like Bruce Willis is, is Bruce Willis, usually in his movies. Uh, real deadpan with a lot of things. Yep. But just about everybody around him is so much more like broad and colorful. It's, it's awesome. Like that's, that's how you know you got a good one for me when the supporting characters are sometimes better than the main character. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, no, it's a space. I wouldn't say a drama, but it's it's a it's pretty cool action. space story. What was that? It's an action comedy. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, but apparently Bruce Willis is one of the hardest actors to work with, like ever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard that. Guys, I've ever heard of Kevin Smith. <laughs> that, that comes directly from Kevin Smith's autobiography. So I hear that a lot from movies with Bruce Willis. Apparently, he's just, it's not fun being around him. Apparently, <laughs> just a big old grump. Uh, does anybody have any good like memories when they first saw it back in '97? I saw it last year, so that was fun. <laughs> yep, 
That was uh, not 1997. No, but Emma came to our house yeah. and we were talking about movies and somehow Fifth Element came up and she was like, yeah, I've never seen it. And I'm like, what the fuck? We have to watch this movie. And so we watched it and it was great. <laughs> it was wonderful. And now my child, every time he has chicken, he goes, hmm, chicken, good. <laughs> chicken? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, it, I didn't watch it when it came out because I was like 10. But uh, when it, after a couple of years when it came on the like cable, I remember seeing chunks of it, especially the, uh, uh, when they got the Flossed and the Paradise and the, the concert, just about that part to the end. I remember that, seeing that chunk all the time. And uh, even when I was younger, I always thought it was cool that the bad guy, not the main bad guy, because the main bad guy is like a giant scary planet thing, but like Gary Oldman's character, it never meets the hero of the, the movie. Like they always <laughs> just miss each other. And I thought that was really cool for an action movie where they never really meet, but they cause each other's like success and failure. Cause when Gary Oldman got there, he gave them a ship to escape with and then he got exploded. So uh, I thought it was really cool. I've, I haven't seen that many movies where the main guy and the villain don't meet. I know there's a few of them out there, but I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I always thought that was awesome. Or a movie. I agree. When did you see it, Katie? Um, this movie came out in '97. I probably saw it in like 2000, like not right when it was in theaters, but a couple years after that. Uh, I definitely remember watching it around that time, like in middle school, and it was okay. It wasn't like my favorite movie in middle school, and then I watched it a couple more times in <laughs> a couple more times in high school, and really fell in love with it. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep looking at Katie's reboot list for who she wants for things and i'm like fuck i am <laughs> shitty at this i'm so shitty, <laughs> yeah, yeah. shitty. I, I do not remember the first time i saw this movie um my dad really likes sci-fi so i imagine it was like you know on tv and we stopped and watched it um and kind of like we were talking about with the princess bride like i missed the beginning a lot of what the fifth element was so like missed the part with luke perry and like setting up you know the whole like hieroglyphs on the wall and stuff like that. Um, I usually would come in like around the time he's getting Chinese food yeah. and, <laughs> and having to piece it together after that. Um, so it was probably like college by the time I actually like bought the DVD and watched it. And now, you know, I just keep I watch it like pretty often. <laughs> it's one of those, if it's on TV, I've seen it a million times. I'm going to stop and I'm going to watch it again. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's the one where I could come in any any point and just sit down. I'm like nah, I'm gonna finish this out. Oh yeah, because it's great. Okay, so um, we'll do favorite characters. All right. Oh, you want me to go first? Do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I feel I'm gonna ruin a lot of people's favorite character. <laughs> uh, going this time, actually, when I was watching it, um, I enjoyed Lilu a lot. Um, she's usually not my favorite character. Um. But I don't know. Every time I see a movie, it, it slightly changes. Uh, but I thought it was really cool, her being very capable and just fighting. You know, her only weakness is a machine gun. So that's, yep. that's always pretty cool. I but, mean, uh, mine too. Tell me shocked. Yeah. Bullet, my only weakness. <laughs> Bullets, it hurts. But no, uh, she's, she's very capable. And like I said, I enjoy a good movie where they have capable just women. Especially, it seems like sci-fi. They always go with the fact that women are very capable in those yep. genres. So uh, she's another great female, just heroine. So, so here's where mm. all the comes in. Great so heroine. Is Ruby Rod. Yes. yes. 
because he's so fucking good. Chris Rock crushes it. Tucker. Or sorry, Chris Tucker, my bad. Chris <laughs> Tucker crushes it uh just the whole fucking time as he's just on as a radio personality the entire time and it's amazing and his performance is fucking great. It's over the top and eccentric and it's beautiful. Yeah, I I saw in a behind the scenes thing um they were interviewing Chris and he when he auditioned and like he got the part and stuff Bruce Willis was like, "Man, do not do this. This role is going to ruin your career." And he was like, "Yeah, okay, we'll see about that." And like it ended up being like one of his breakout roles. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll go next. Um, mine was also Ruby because he's a nut job yep. and I love it. <laughs> That's literally it. Like, it's me if I had a penis. <laughs> he's just nuts. You honestly don't really need that for that role. So, no. You. Nope. <laughs> exactly. But would you wear that much leopard print? Absolutely. If I got paid to, yep. <laughs> Call me Carol Baskin, bitch. Right? <laughs> boom, boom. Tiger King reference, right? Yes. Yep. Because yep. I haven't actually watched that and I don't intend to because that sounds like, you. like that sounds like hours of my life I'll never get back. Also, Otis, if we're calling her Carol Baskin, you should probably be a little worried because you might be even <laughs> You should have been worried long ago, sir. Slow head tilt. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to go off the beaten track for my favorite character, though, and go with Zorg. Damn it. Yeah. Hey, I was going to, no, I was going to say Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg. Okay, well, same okay. guy. Yes. Same guy. But I had his whole name. Yeah, well, Did you? No. I could have. <laughs> he's just great, though. I mean, yep. how he's, like, double-crossing everyone and, like, but he's actually just kind of like a puppet. He's just a minion oh, for yeah. the greater evil. Yep. But he's Very like, true. evil guy. Yeah, and for me, some of that stems from Gary Oldman as one of my favorite actors. Um, and he just, like, this role is so, he's such a good character actor. This is so different from a lot of the things that he's done in other movies. Um, and so I just really liked his performance. You could literally say that about every Gary Oldman character. Oh, it's so different. You don't it play is. the same guy twice. Right, that's what character actors are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's great about Gary yeah. Oldman. He always just like, when you think you know, like, you could pigeonhole him into like even like a small archetype. No, no, I'm doing something completely out of left field. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How about you, Micah? Uh, so I am gonna go ahead and follow suit with how I usually pick my favorite characters, and I'm gonna go Bruce Willis. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, like Otis said earlier, it's a he's a, a huge con. Huh? Bruce Willis isn't a character. Sorry, I meant Corbin <laughs> Dallas. Um, like Otis said earlier, he, he provides a huge contrast to what's going on around him. He's just a dude who wants to work and, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden everything just keeps happening to him and he's just like, well, damn it. Well, at least I found love. <laughs> but I mean, it's yeah, die hard. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just, but in it, space. It's, <laughs> it's perfect for Bruce Willis. When you don't ask him to act too hard, like you don't ask him to do too much he can just fit that role perfectly where it's like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. We know he's not going to go over the top or anything like that, you know, unless we ask him to be campy and, and, and do that. But in a, in an already campy movie, he's the perfect kind of fill in to go like, okay, well, it's something different. And, you know, but it, he just, he's like one of those, like one of those characters that just kind of cuts through everything because all that stuff is happening, but he just keeps going. He's the same person all the way through until, you know, he, finds out that you know he's in love and all that kind of stuff 
So I will say I did not like the costuming of Bruce Willis's character in this movie. No, nope. um, yeah. I found him Bruce Willis in orange was really off-putting. <laughs> like I'm the, pretty sure ninety percent of people in orange is horrifically off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's weird seeing Bruce Willis in color, like that yes. in, like military colors, because the man is always like in plain white, solid black, or like army colors in his movies so it's weird yep. to see him in colors that aren't that well i agree he had the orange uh tank top and then the military colored jacket over it so yes but he was in that orange tank top just the tank top for a while and it was weird <laughs> <laughs> the future had a weird color palette yes yeah well, he, had to, he had to match his lady love so right fair <laughs> her hair specifically and, and that weird rubber thing that she put on. I was yes. saying the weird rubber suspenders. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Body suit. Rubber in the future. Yep. Okay. Uh, your least favorite character. Are this we going is... in the same order or just whoever? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, it's <laughs> tough. I, I like everybody in this movie, even the annoying people. But if I had to pick someone, I like him, but he's like my least favorite. Um <laughs> Damn it. I, I guess Cornelius. Like <laughs> What? Cornelius is great. You're so You chose the priest. How dare it's you? Just, it's just in the way. Corbin's how trying to like get shit done. He just dare you. I do like how he knocked out Bruce He's Willis. The whole time. <laughs> I will, no one trusts anybody at the beginning. And I will go with uh, Cornelius's assistant. The, David. The that guy was a dick. Yeah, yeah. David, a bitch. Pussy little bitch. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was. Ooh, I'll amend it. I'll do that. Doesn't you do can't it. amend it. That's Jeff's. <laughs> you can't steal it now because you didn't think of David. No take backsies. <laughs> hey, what about you? Mine is Zorg. I did not like him. Aww. You okay? The Allentown window now is disappointing me. <laughs> That's fine. Zorg is great. No, of all the okay, all the characters in this movie are great. Of all of the characters, Zorg is my least favorite. Okay, right. Bruce Willis was a badass. Lila was a badass. Fucking Debo as the president was a badass. Cornelius was a badass. Chris Tucker was amazing. Like, all that's left is Zorg. He's my least favorite. Okay, he so was great, but he's my least favorite. This is going with all her, you know, other picks that she always picks the villain. Yeah, <laughs> I do pick the villain a lot. It goes along with the balance of the universe of Katie and Jeff not agreeing. Yes. <laughs> now I agreed with your pick that the assistant guy was a dick and yeah. awful. So we had to balance out that universal pick right there. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mine was yeah. good, but also uh, General Stattert. Uh, from the beginning, who is like, oh, I just need to throw more missiles at it. I'm just going to keep throwing missiles at it. And he's like, dude, back off. Go away. Like, get get away from the thing. Come home. Whatever. The president's trying to save him. And he's like, no, I'm going to defeat this thing. And all of those people on that ship died because he's a jackass. So, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Nice. I need to watch the movie at least four more times because I don't have one yet. (laughs) Fair. There are a lot of dicks and douches, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say the same thing. This I know we talked. You guys said it earlier about people either loving or hating this. Honestly, for me, this is a meh. I, I sit in the middle on a meh. Okay, it's a unicorn. Yeah, I'm, I'm a unicorn. Off on the top of the wall, just looking down at both sides, going, I don't know. 
He hasn't watched it enough. He's got to watch it like five more times before he decides whether or not he loves it or hates it. Yeah, like, I mean, like you said, Katie, like, or, or Otis, sorry, uh, um, you were talking about how it would come on TV all the time. And so it would be like you're just flipping through randomly because it was always on uh, TNT or TBS. Yep. And you just be flipping through randomly and it's like, oh, okay, well, that's that's fun. You know, it wasn't one of those ones that stuck out to me as a kid. It was like I saw it a couple of times, like bits and pieces of it. But when you're watching it on TV and you got the commercial breaks and it's already a long movie as it is, you're just like, okay. I mean, watching it again with her for the first time, it, you know, it's a great movie, but meh. <laughs> Your indifference makes There's it. always one. <laughs> okay. Um, does anybody have any like favorite scenes that they just want to talk about? So my favorite scene, <clears throat> well, I have two that I'm kind of tossing around, but let me pick one real quick. I think uh, once they leave the opera house and Bruce Willis is just like going to town on this whole place and Ruby's narrating the whole thing through <laughs> screaming, <laughs> I think is probably the best scene for showcasing yep. like the actioniness and Bruce Willis being a badass and Chris Tucker just being hysterical. Um, and it, it's kind of a long scene. I think it's one of the scenes in the movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's that one. I, I love that scene so much. <laughs> I agree. I'm going to back you on that. Uh, it's amazing. And I'm turning to Katie and I was like, that had to have been the coolest radio episode ever. You just hear <laughs> Ruby screaming and in bullets and explosions and people just probably at their radio just like, <laughs> just listening. It had to have been amazing. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's always fun listening to Chris Tucker scream like that. Yep. <laughs> like it, it was just it was just so well done, and it it wasn't. I mean, like it was over the top without being an, an annoying extent because it just fit the movie so freaking well. <laughs> so I really like the scene where um, the what the mercenary I forget what they're called the alien creatures, uh, but they they they're buying the guns from Zorg and <laughs> demonstrating this yep. all in one thing and. They're like, well, we don't actually have what we wanted, so we're just gonna take it. And he's like, oh yeah, about that. I'm blow y'all up. Yeah, that that was the other <laughs> scene that I was battling with was uh, him showing showcasing the gun. Mangaloids. Yeah, that is I think that Mangaloids. Freaking hilarious. I like how it has like the replay button. <laughs> I don't have a favorite scene. Like I said, I I haven't seen it enough, but I love the quote where the officer asks him, "Are you human?" Or do you classify yourself as human? And he goes, nah, negative. I'm a meat popsicle. <laughs> I'm a meat popsicle. Yep. So my favorite scene is actually when the general guy of the military comes to talk to Corbin and he ends up stuffing them in the fridge and then he <laughs> hides the priest like in the bed and Lilu in the shower. Like, I just really like the attention to detail that they put into this futuristic like tiny studio apartment yep. and how all the like hid themselves away to make way for the other parts of the apartment that he would need I thought that was really really cool and it kind of showed how advanced but also how similar it is to current like world that this world is I really like that yeah I, I love that the future is advanced but it's like dirty and busted yep everything looks like it's about to break but it's like really fancy like they have like you know, traveling to other planets, but it just looks like it could fall apart. <laughs> yep. I also just like the fact when that scene where he like comes in, here's the list of qualifications you'll need for this mission. 
swoop, and just like a four foot long list. Yes. Yeah. Like, You're the only person qualified for this mission. <laughs> and here's your, here's your wife, the, yeah. the, the larger gal in the military. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what's wrong? Better boobs. <laughs> what's wrong with her? What's wrong with okay. her? Had nice boobies. <laughs> Okay, uh, seven word synopses. I have a few. You always Same. go last, Emma, because you have like 50 of them all the yeah, time. Yeah, They're great, but you always have tons. <laughs> I've got two. Uh, let me go. I have one. Uh, yes, they know it is a multi pass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> multi pass. Lilu Thomas multi pass. All right, I'll go next. Flamer than that, though. So mine is. Okay, my first one is. Fair, fair, Zorg is a punk ass bitch baby. And then my second one Avatar cartoon meets Die Hard in space. Nice. I think you have to do yeah. again. Those are good. Katie was talking. Oh. Did, did, we, did we get mine? Or? No. No, go again. That's the thing about Zoom is you cut out like audios if people are talking at the same time. So taxi driver and fair fair fall together. Aww. Ha. That's cute. Um, so mine is Space Monks Wield Supreme Lady Against Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Micah's thinking, I think. <laughs> Maybe. Or is he a I'll do mine. He's on the other podcast all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll do mine while I wait for him. So I have Multipass, Chicken Good, What an Outfit. Um, I have Holy Bright Hair Batman, I Want It. <laughs> Uh, those clothes are a dumpster fire, though. Uh, need to watch it more, because, yeah. yeah. And then Meat Popsicles, Weird Boob Pockets, Space Force. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's amazing. Yep. Working hard or finding love in space? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Just <laughs> 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 hard. <laughs> Okay. Uh, do you guys want to do the reboot stuff now, or you want to do the budget? Let's do the reboot stuff because I think we're all very excited about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me go first. Uh, let me get my shitty one out the way. Yeah, Katie should go last if hers is so great. <laughs> okay, I'll go last. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so uh, if we had to reboot this movie like tomorrow, uh, so my Lilu would be Margot Robbie. Nice. I think she's pretty, pretty capable for things. Uh, my Corbin is Chris Evans because I just want to see him mm. do some fighting. Bald, cute. My Ruby is Kevin Hart. <laughs> you know he's tiny. I think they could work the whole tiniest stuff into it. I think that would be a bit silly. Me. Uh, my Cornelius is Michael Caine because I think he'd be amazing. Yeah. And my Zorg is Tom Cruise. I just want to see him be crazy. Okay. <laughs> I, like actually play himself. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise as a space Nazi, not a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go? Sure. Okay. So let's see. So let's see. I, I'm gonna, so yeah, I, I also picked Kevin Hart as Ruby Rod because I think he would knock it out of the park. Oh, God. Katie um, and Jeff agree. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so so then, then here come the list of stretches. So that's like the only one. So my, my Corbin Dallas will be Channing Tatum. Ooh. <laughs> Katie's making a face. <laughs> I guess that. She's also making a face, but hers is... Hers is why not face. Uh, my Lilu, I'm, I'm torn between Emma Stone and Gal Gadot. So, yeah. I would probably end up going Gal just because we've seen her in more action stuff. 
but I think Emma would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Then, I know I would. Then here comes the, the stupidity of all stupidity. Cornelius would be Bill Murray. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg, I would drag Val Kilmer's fat ass out of retirement. <laughs> He's so uh, fat. He's so Kilmer. fat. Now. It's not. It's not okay. You know that would be no, freaking hilarious. It would not. He's like so grumpy and fat now. <laughs> He's so fat. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, Malcolm. Yes. Oh my gosh. We love you and all of the previous works you've done. But damn, dude. <laughs> you enjoy my retirement. You do not I look mean, like Top Gun Gilmer anymore. No. Okay, so. Uh, for my remake, uh, my Corbin, I have Tom Hardy. Yeah, okay, got some, got some thumbs up. Um, Zorg, I have Tom Hiddleston. Ooh. Very evil. Pretty much, yes. It's the Tom party. Um, Cornelius, I cheated, and I went Martin Freeman. Ooh. Also Bilbo. <laughs> uh, for Ruby, here's my interesting pick. Michael B. Jordan. Mm. So take him and put him in a different capacity, just like Chris Tucker, and see what happens. And I think he would be fantastic in a different non-action-y role. Okay. What about, <laughs> and I'm just spitballing here, Anthony Mackie. I don't know who that is. Uh, the Falcon. The Falcon. Oh. I don't hate it. I don't he, hate it. I think he's, he's, he's already movie. ridiculous. Yeah. But I, I want to say true. done some comedy. Yeah, he's but, done a ton of comedy. Yeah. Um, okay, and so my Lilu was the hardest pick, and I'm still not okay with it, but it is what it is. Uh, Zendaya. Ooh. That's not awful. Yeah. I like it. Not awful. Yep. I guess I guess I'll go. Uh, my Ruby, I have either Todrick Hall or Henry Cavill. It's <laughs> Ruby. Okay. Who's I mean, can you? I mean, I just want to see that wig on Henry Cavill because I would probably pee my pants. Okay. Um, I have Jack Black as Cornelius. Ooh. Okay. I have Josh Brolin as Corbin. Interesting. I would have flipped that. I have Alexandra Daddario as Lilu. Mm, and Chris Pine as Zorg. Huh. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I don't know who she is. Um, She's in the Percy Jackson movie. Yep. Okay. I'll I'll do the top three. Um, I'll go with Corbin Dallas as um, hold on, I had it right here as Dave Bautista. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, We'll go Lilu as Karen Gillian. Ooh. I did not think of Karen Gillian. Okay, yeah. Okay. And, then, and then Ruby as Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's a really good Ruby. <laughs> yeah. yeah that would be great. <laughs> yep. He would be so good. <laughs> yep. It'd be like Luther. <laughs> the other His one. character, Luther, the president's interpreter. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> But on a much grander scale. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one, Micah. Woo. All right, Katie. Okay. So, for Corbin, I've got Jason Statham. Nice. Okay. Damn. For Lilu, I've got Gina Carano. Who's that? She's from That's The Mandalorian. The, mm-hmm. the May fighter from The Mandalorian. Huh. The tough girl. Okay. Not awful. 
Uh, I've got, I also have Kevin Hart as Ruby Rod. <laughs> General consensus, he'd be great at it. <laughs> for Zorg, I have James McAvoy. Okay. Nice. Uh, for the priest, I have uh, Donnie Yen. Okay. For the president, I mean, everyone's favorite, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and bonus for Luke Perry's character from the beginning of the movie, James Marsden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he ain't young. I like okay. it. <laughs> I, you don't got to be young. He's just an artist. It's fine. I had The Rock as, as a potential for Corbin. Ooh. <laughs> that's not bad either. But nice. I feel like that's super typecast. Well, yeah, he has been typecast. It's already too late. Exactly. I feel like he'd be too comedic for that role. Yeah, that's I didn't put it down. I didn't put the rock at the beginning or as Corbin because he's too jacked. Like the rock yeah. is super duper Hollywood muscles, whereas like Jason Statham's could pull off like regular dude who runs who drives a taxi. The Rock is way too big for that. Like or Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel might be decent. So I had a couple yeah. pop into my head too. Um, if I was going to cast the president, it would be Terry Crews. Oh yes, <laughs> Camacho. Yes, yeah. Terry Crews movie franchise. <laughs> Terry Crews would also be an incredible Ruby. He would be a great Ruby Rod. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. Yes, but as a, as I would be here for it. As a Ruby Rod, I thought of this one, Leslie Odom Jr. Ooh. Yeah. Got the voice. That'd be great. Oh, I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. But, he, but he wouldn't scream. That's the thing. Yeah, but People, that'd be still be good. But professional singers wouldn't just like hey, be can, in a role that screams the whole time because it fucks up their voice. <laughs> no, you can scream safely. It, that, he'll be fine. But he could also be like a more melodic ruby rod yeah yeah panic screaming and more like everything is operatic screaming <laughs> that's fair over the top in that way i don't know just a thought still awake okay so this movie came out may 7th 1997 uh how much do you think the budget was for this awesome movie 12.8 dollar dues i'm going to go with 25 million 25 I'm going to actually double that and go 50. 50. 18. Micah? I will go 50 and one extra dollar redo. <laughs> <laughs> the price is right. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, retail price for the fifth element is 90 million. Micah, come on God down. God damn. That's a lot of money. You and your extra dollar redo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... um. So it's weird. All the the normal people that went to go see the movie, they loved it. Some hated it. The critics were really polarized. It was like, this movie's long and it's stupid. And some people were like, this wasn't long <laughs> enough. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but it did great. So how much do you think it made? $142 dues. $142. Is it domestic box office? or? Uh, I just looked up the... It's probably global. Global box office, okay. 180 million. 210. You're close to what I was at. I was going to say 250. 250. I'm going to say 200 flat. 200 flat. And retail price for the fifth element is 263 million. <laughs> Wowee. Jeff, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded kind of like. Yes. So now Mike and I having a showcase showdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the. Con- it's weird. 
like I said, it's very polarizing. People loved it and hated it, but everybody went to see it because it just looked different. It, it, yeah. There was nothing like it then, so everybody gave it a shot. But then, you know, it don't matter. If you buy the ticket, you can say whatever you want. You already put the money in, so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, if you haven't given this movie a shot, seriously, give, give it a chance. Um, even for its time, 97, um, Katie was pointing out the um the opera singer some of the makeup you could see like where the makeup stopped and it was just like stress marks <laughs> as she yeah. was like singing and stuff i don't think it was necessarily where the makeup stopped but where the like latex just they weren't prepared for all the different movements that her face was gonna make while she sang and you could see it start to like rip off of her face yeah and um oh i forgot um it was America's Got Talent in, I, I believe, Britain. Um, there was a female that went on, <clears throat> and she actually sang the song from The Fifth Element and mm-hmm. did amazing. Um, it's I can't remember the name of the song. I had it up. But it's, it's an aria. It's, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but it was like two parts, but it's, it's Ill an amazing something, Ill, song. Ill something. Yes, uh, Il Dulce Suono? Il, Il Dulce Suono or something. Su- solo yeah. or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it but it's amazing. It's an amazing song. And so it was really cool. Oh, uh Bruce Willis's face while she was singing was actually genuine because he didn't hear it before. So when that whole situation went down, he's like, Holy shit, like that was really good. So um yeah, it's an amazing movie. Um uh, does anybody have anything else for Fifth Element? I give it an eight point five out of ten. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, nine. It's a really good movie. I, I give it a watch it or yeah. else. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yay. <laughs> I heard you, Emma. Okay, so um, we're on Twitter at Allentown Pod. You can email us questions and concerns at allentownpresents at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebooks. All of our things that we do, the Mr. Spark Power Hour and 20 Minutes at the Bar and Allentown Presents. We're doing all this stuff and we're keeping busy. You know, we're, we're washing our hands and our asses and so we have extra time on our hands when we're not washing our hands and asses. So we're going to keep <laughs> cracking out episodes. Uh, I want cult classics to be tons of episodes. So I'm asking all my friends, I'm casting my nets out there. Like, what movie do you like? And like Sarah, people have thrown like 50 movies at me. So yep. I'm going to try my best to get to like all of these or a big chunk. Just annoyingly have tons of episodes. So um, yeah, this will be out pretty soon. And uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We love doing this and it makes us happy and yeah. keeps us busy. We could just be sitting looking at the wall right now. So we're like looking at each other <laughs> talking. So <laughs> it's always fun. So um, we'll see you soon. And thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye. Toots. Bye. Bye. Bye.